Goff's three minute. Your story. Cause knowledge is Literacy, the ability to read and write and access to reading material is largely taken for granted in the 21st century America. Simply put, there has never been a better time to be a reader. Even in Appalachia, which is much more rural than some parts of the country, we have public libraries in nearly every community and an unlimited amount of material to read and access to new books and reading material is instantaneous with digital downloads. But go back less than a century and that just wasn't the case. In fact, access to reading material and even access to literacy was terrible. Many in Appalachia see literacy as a means to break the cycle of poverty and rise up, buoyed by their ability to educate themselves. But there was a time when that was difficult. And in difficult times, there are people who step up. People who bridge the gap between a problem and the solution. One such group was the Pack Horse Librarians of Eastern Kentucky. Much like West Virginia, Eastern Kentucky is very rural and geographically isolated in the Appalachian Mountains, far removed from the rest of the country. As such, they do not always receive the fruits of more urban life and even what many would consider as standard amenities and staples. In the 1930s, it was estimated that one in three people in Eastern Kentucky were illiterate, a major cause being their lack of access to books. While most of the country had a decent network of public libraries, access to this rural part of the country deemed public libraries not plausible under these conditions. In fact, over half the counties in Kentucky in the 1930s did not have a single public library. In 1913, a native Kentuckian, May Stafford, with funding from a local coal baron, started a pack horse library where she and others saddled up horses and mules and rode them into the Kentucky backcountry, loaded down with books in their saddlebags to reach eager readers. This endeavor only lasted, unfortunately, a year due to the death of the coal baron and, with it, the funding for the project. But the idea remained strong. When the Great Depression hit in 1929, Kentucky got hit as hard as anyone. One day I was chatting with my wife's nanny who grew up here locally in Jackson County about life during the Great Depression, and she echoed a sentiment I had heard by many in the area before. We were already poor, so not much changed once the Depression hit here. One thing that did, however, change was the fortunes of Appalachia for the better due to FDR's New Deal. Dozens of programs aimed at putting people back to work and stimulating poor communities. The silver lining, if you will, to the Depression was, while there wasn't much in Kentucky and West Virginia before, Roosevelt's New Deal pumped money and jobs into the area that desperately needed them, not because they had necessarily lost them, but in part because they never had them to begin with. The Works Progress Administration, or WPA, was part of Roosevelt's second New Deal, and in 1935, they picked up where Stafford had left off and reignited the Pack Horse Library Project. All books were donated, and carriers earned $28 a month, which would roughly equivalent to $500 today. They rode their routes at least two times a month and had routes of anywhere from 100 to 120 miles a week. The majority of the couriers were women, and their homes only income. They would take anything they could get their hands on for people to read. Books, newspapers, magazines, even textbooks and Sunday school lessons. 
They even went so far as to take old Christmas cards and fashion them into bookmarks so patrons would stop dog-earing the pages to keep their spots, making it harder to reuse them. Their saddlebags could hold somewhere around 100 books, many focusing on children's literature, and were rotated along the routes. Libraries started popping up all over the place, in schools, churches, wherever building space could be donated. In 1936, over 50,000 families were provided books by the Pack Saddle Librarians. In the following year, they helped serve over 155 schools. Children were so excited to see the ladies riding up with books. It didn't matter the book. Any book would do when you had none. Mark Twain was a big favorite among adults. As many rural Kentuckians were weary of outsiders, the librarians would come up reading passages from the Bible. And since most patrons had only heard the Bible being recited from relatives, the fact the librarians even had access to one made them automatically more trustworthy. The most requested books during the project were the Bible, Robinson Crusoe, and any recipe books. And by 1938, they even purchased four True Viewers, which were early film projectors, and along with 40 films that they passed around the route, this was how many Kentuckians saw their first moving pictures. The book ladies treated the book curing as a matter of necessity, riding through the snow and sleet, crossing frozen rivers. One woman even wrote about how her feet got frozen to the stirrups on a couple of her winter deliveries. One woman hiked her entire 18-mile route one day after her mule died during delivery. Ethel Perryman, who was in charge of the WPA program, summed up the program as, quote, Some of the folks who want books live back in the mountains, and they use the creek beds for travel as there are no roads to their places. They carry books to isolated rural schools and community centers, picking up and replenishing book stocks as they go so that the entire number of books circulate throughout the county, end quote. In 1943, the Pack Horse Library Project was shut down along with the rest of the WPA as the war effort provided more than enough jobs for people in the war against Hitler's Nazis. A few years later, with improved roads and in part thanks to other New Deal projects, bookmobiles began rolling through the area bringing new materials for hungry minds. Some people would hike up to eight miles a day to get a book and on average were lended a book for about a week before they had to return it. Mason Cooley once said, Reading gives us some place to go when we have to stay where we are. And the Pack Horse Librarians became a godsend to the good people of Kentucky by doing just that, giving them something to read when they could not go anywhere. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Wart County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.